Sup guys, this is Joe Blair, host of the Sports Gamble Ramble. I want to take a few seconds here to tell you guys about the Anchor app by Spotify. It is the app that I use to record and promote all of these episodes that you guys have been listening to. It's super easy to use. It's free to download. It uh, gives you the ability to edit and launch your podcast right from your phone or computer. Um, ton of upside to this, super user friendly, uh, and also gives you the ability to monetize your podcast and record nifty little ad reads like this so you know if you're ever interested in starting your own podcast or know anyone that is uh download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and thank you for listening all right what's up guys this is sgr number 26 today we're doing something a little bit different um, I'm going to take a break from our uh, NFL team, you know, offseason and season preview episodes because I realize that fantasy drafts are coming up pretty quickly here. A lot of you guys will be drafting this week or next week. Um, I've got, you know, a little under a week and a half until my drafts at the beginning of September. So I want to get you guys some fantasy content this week. So over the next four episodes, what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be giving you guys, well, really eight episodes. I'm going to break these up. Um, I'm going to be giving you guys uh, an episode on uh, at each fantasy position, um, players that I am higher on than their current average draft position, and then players that I'm lower on that I think will fail to meet their expectations this year. I'm not going to really uh, categorize these players as breakouts or busts or sleepers or any of the stuff that you guys usually hear in the fantasy community um, because there's so many you know everybody kind of has their own definition for those terms and I will be using those terms at some point over the next week but I'm not going to do an official here's my busts episode because you know a guy can finish below draft position but still be good for your fantasy team and technically some people will call them a bust some people won't so I'm just not going to do that but Today's episode is on fantasy running backs that I expect to finish above their current average draft position. And I've got six names for you guys. Uh, these would be guys that I'll be targeting in my drafts. Um, you know, some of them are going to be based on just how talented I think the individual is. And some of them are going to be based on just, you know, their current situation, lack of competition on the depth chart, or just the fact that they're going as a value in your drafts. So the first guy that I'm going to talk about is Aaron Jones. Uh, he's currently being drafted as the running back nine in fantasy, uh, typically around like the back end of your first rounds, maybe even slipping into the second round. And over the last two years, this guy has been a top five fantasy running back. He finished number five last year and number two the year before. And I just don't really see a reason why he's slipping below guys like Nick Chubb and Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler sometimes. And, uh, you know, some of these other, even Saquon people are taking ahead of him. Um, I'm contemplating taking Aaron Jones right up there with the Zeke's of the world. I think he's, you know, I, I think Zeke's probably the safer pick, but I think Jones is definitely a very valuable guy for your teams this year. I'd take him as a borderline top five, top six running back, and he's going ninth in ADP. I know it's not a huge gap, but when you're talking that first round, I mean, that's the most important pick of your fantasy draft. So I wanted to throw that out there as a guy that I think could finish as a top five running back for the third year in a row. Does he have A.J. Dillon on the depth chart pushing for maybe some goal line carries? Yes, but Jamal Williams is gone. So that's going to take away, um, you know, Jamal was kind of their receiving back. Now Aaron Jones should get more work in the passing game uh, to replace those maybe potential short yardage uh touches that he's going to be missing to Dylan. 
So I like Jones's situation. The Packers should be a top five offense again this year. And I think he's more valuable than some of the other running backs going ahead of him in the first round. The next guy is probably maybe the player that I'm most excited for fantasy this year. I'm really in love with this guy. I can't help it. Uh, it's really gotten away from me watching these preseason games. But I'm I'm talking about Pittsburgh Steelers running back Najee Harris. He's currently going 12th off the board as, of running back. So not 12th overall, 12th running back off the board. And I think Najee is another guy that has top five potential. To be honest, I, I'm not trying to make too many fire takes here, but I think he's got the ability and the potential and going to have the role this year to finish as a top three, potentially number one fantasy running back. I think this guy's really fucking good. I think the Steelers want to have a running back at the focal point of their offense again. That's what this team has been missing ever since Le'Veon Bell left. And I think um, they're really going to be much more committed to the run this year. They invested a first-round pick in Najee this year. This is an organization that typically doesn't take skill players in the first couple of rounds. But this year they took Najee Harris and Pat Fryermuth, the tight end, in the second round. So really trying to invest and making that offense a little bit better to complement a good defense. You know, the offense was great over the first 10, 11 games of the season, but they really fell apart last year. And I think this team is going to overcorrect, but in a positive way, as far as getting the running back way more heavily involved. This guy's looked electric in the preseason. And honestly, I'm I'm starting to look at him in that Aaron Jones and Zeke conversation also. I think Najee Harris should be drafted as a top seven, top eight fantasy running back. And I'm even going to be even more aggressive in my drafts personally. I have the number two pick in one of my drafts. It's a keeper league. Top four running backs are not going to be available for me. So my current decision is between Zeke, Aaron Jones, and Najee Harris. That's the mental game that I have going on. And, you know, nobody else is really saying to take Najee that high in their fantasy drafts this year. Like I said, 12th running back off the board. I think he's got top five potential easily. So I'm all about Najee this year. The next guy is David Montgomery. Now, he's got kind of a bad rep in the fantasy community. He got off to a slow start in his career in Chicago. Bears starting running back. Finished as the running back four in fantasy last year. And is going as the running back 20 in average draft position this year. So that's a great value. It shows that he's got potential to finish top five at the position. It's mainly based on volume, not so much talent. Montgomery's a good running back, but he's never been a guy that's really, you know, blown people away with his athleticism. Um, but that being said, there's not much competition for touches in Chicago. I don't think Tariq Cohen at this point in his career is someone that you really need to worry about. And I think that uh, Montgomery is just going to be so heavily involved that, you know, is he going to finish top five again? Probably not. That might be the highest fantasy finish he has in his entire career. But um, just showing the potential to score at a top five rate in an offense that's not so good and has the potential to be even better this year. Um, I think he's one of the safer picks going at the end of your fourth round in fantasy drafts. I love him as your running back, too. If you can get a stud in the first round and then really load your receiver position and then come back with Montgomery as your RB2, I think he's a lock to finish above that top 20 ADP. Uh, next guy, Mike Davis. He is currently the starting running back for the Atlanta Falcons. He finished 15th in uh, overall fantasy finish at the running back position last year, and he's going 27th off the board 
at the running back position this year. Um, he's kind of a journeyman running back, and there's not much confidence in him being able to sustain the role as a workhorse over a 16-game season. So that's the reason for the draft dip. Um, this is his first time as like a locked and loaded starter for an NFL team. He finished, you know, top 15 last year, but he was um, a waiver wire pickup. You know, he was the backup in Carolina and then Christian McCaffrey missed almost the entire season. So Davis was getting a ton of volume there. Uh, the question is, is he going to get, you know, the same amount of volume in Atlanta? Um, they don't really have a good backup. So I think he will be used as a workhorse. Um, so I just think, you know, going 27th off the board, you can get this guy in like the sixth round of your fantasy drafts. And I love him if he's your third running back on your team, given the upside that he brings. And I think the stability that he brings as far as he's a starting running back guys, and there's not much competition there. Um, is Atlanta going to be that good this year? I don't really know. I don't really think so. Um, but Arthur Smith did use his running backs heavily in Tennessee. Now, is that just because he had you know, the most freakishly talented running back on the planet. Um, or is it because that's what Arthur Smith likes to do? So we'll see how it plays out. But I just think guy finished top 15 last year. He's going 27th off the board. I like it. Um, this next guy is a bit of a projected breakout, I suppose. And um, as I watch the preseason, it is a bit concerning how many other guys they have on the depth chart. But I still think this guy's the most talented on the team. Damian Harris for the New England Patriots. Um, he's currently being drafted as the 37th running back off the board, and I don't think it's unrealistic for this guy to finish top 24, top 20, um, if he can hold on to the starting job in New England. I expect Matt Jones to take that starting job very soon, if not by week one. Like, I would not be surprised at all. I actually think it would be the smart thing for New England to start Matt Jones week, week one. They should name him the starter right, right now. I think Cam Newton is bad for that team and for that offense. I think Mac Jones provides the more balanced, more stable, more conventional offense that Bill Belichick has ran in New England over the last uh, 25 years. And Harris has looked really good in the preseason. He's a guy who finished running back 50 last year. Um, so I understand that he's being drafted ahead of his last year's finish, but he wasn't really the full-time starter last year. He had to take the role from Sony Michelle and battle a lot of other guys on that depth chart. Um, but once he really did, you know, grab that role, he was a guy that was getting consistent 20 carries a week and ripping off, you know, 75, 80, a hundred yards on the ground. He wasn't really scoring that many touchdowns because when Cam Newton's your quarterback, you get sniped on the goal line, you know, Cam Newton's running quarterback powers instead of handing it off to Damian Harris I think with Mac Jones in, it's, like I said, a much more balanced system. Hopefully they don't use Cam around the goal line too much as like a wild card Tim Tebow kind of wildcat guy. But uh, I think the upside for Harris is huge as a top 20 running back being drafted almost at RB40. Uh, there's, like I said, four or five running backs that are talented on that team, but I think Harris is the best. And I'm just hoping that, you know, as long as Harris gets off to a good start, there's no reason to take him off the field. That's my hope. Last guy that I want to bring to your guys' attention today, as far as running backs that I'm optimistic on to outperform their ADP, is Baltimore second-string running back Gus Edwards. Uh, he's currently being drafted as the running back 43 in ADP. Last year, he finishes the running back 35. So he already has shown the ability to outperform that. And that was in an offense that also had J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram ahead of him on the depth chart. 
over the course of the season last year, we saw Mark Ingram start to get phased out more and J.K. Dobbins starting to take over the role as the lead back in Baltimore. But Gus Edwards was also carving out his own niche role in that backfield and was a really efficient running back. This is the team that led the NFL in rushing last year. I think they have over the last two or three seasons. There's plenty of volume there. We know who the Ravens are. They're going to run the ball 30, 35 times a game. It's just what they do on offense. And J.K. Dobbins isn't getting all those carries, guys. So I think Gus Edwards will have a bigger role than people expect. I think he'll be a very safe bench running back that has weekly upside and weekly touchdown potential. And the fact that he's going at RB 43 right now, there's so many guys that I'd, I'd take Gus Edwards ahead of that are going higher than him. So I really think there's potential. You know, Mark Ingram is gone now. So it's basically just JK and Gus. There's no third running back to steal carries. Justice Hill is not a guy I'm worried about on the depth chart. And with Lamar running that that read option, it just opens things up for these running backs so much that there's going to be tons of opportunity for both guys to be fantasy relevant this year. So that's my six major names that I wanted to bring to your attention at the running back room. I'm going to do another episode right after this where I'm going to give you my running back disappointments. Um, I've got about seven or eight guys that I want to bring up. But again, I'm going to try and keep these episodes short. This one, we're only looking at 13 minutes. Um, so you guys can kind of just get that, you know, that fantasy content that you're here for and get out. So thanks for listening again, guys. Um, I'm going to come back with my next set of running backs on the negative side and uh, um, ramble on.